This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Sarah! Wake up! The husband desperately trying to wake up his sleeping wife from eight miles away. Sarah, get out of the house! I was thinking the absolute worst. Then, the modern family star how she and her sister came to the rescue. I said, um, do I know you? You sound so familiar. Plus, rock-a-bye baby. <laughs> the tree just cut their home in half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And dog suffering from the quarantine 15. She doesn't want to get on the scale. Plus, the youngster cross-examined by his own father in court at his murder trial. How did I hurt you? He stabbed me. And his new family. Adopted by the detective who investigated the case. Then, be our guests. The bride and groom teachers who invited their entire class to be in the wedding party. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this Labor Day. We begin today with a couple very happy. They installed a video intercom system in their home because it came in handy in a way they never imagined. The husband was able to wake up his sleeping wife, her name is Sarah, as a wildfire moved closer and closer toward their house. Sarah, wake up! You can hear the utter panic in his voice. Get out of the house! A man screams his wife's name via a ring camera intercom. He's at work eight miles away watching his home security cameras. Sarah, get out of the house! To Aaron Hulse's horror, he can see flames racing towards his Oregon home where his wife Sarah is in deep sleep. The camera is focused on the living room. Sarah is sleeping in the bedroom. He feels completely helpless. Wake up! I didn't know how loud it was. We've never used it before, so I had to make sure that she heard me. So that's why I was so loud and screaming. I was thinking the absolute worst. Finally, and just in the nick of time, a groggy Sarah awakens and comes to the camera. There's a fire coming up the hillside! She quickly realizes what's going on. But never in my wildest dreams would I ever think when I hear Sarah get out of the house, there's a huge fire coming up the hillside. Oh my God, there's a huge fire outside my house! Fortunately, the fire was extinguished before it damaged the home. When you watch the video, you hear the urgency in your voice and you see your wife finally come to. What's going through your mind? Yeah, it's, it's tough. I, my voice is shaking just thinking about it. I mean, that was a rough day. Really, really rough day. Sarah! Get out of the house! Scary stuff. And Modern Family star Julie Bowen has a lot of fans, but perhaps her biggest is a woman she met while hiking in Utah. The lady had fainted on the trail. And when Bowen and her sister, who just happens to be a doctor, came upon the situation, Les Trent says they immediately did what was needed to help the woman. It doesn't get more majestic than this. 
Arches National Park in Utah. I was obsessed because it's red and it's just so unique. Minnie John couldn't wait to hike the park with her husband and son. It was 100 degrees when they started the hike. At one point, her husband asked if she was okay. But an hour and a half in, she started feeling lightheaded. I don't think I can go anymore. I'll just wait here and rest. Her husband and son continued on. Minnie sat down and then promptly fainted. And I kept hearing, uh, ma'am, are you okay? You know, um, you're, you're fine. You're going to be fine. I've got a doctor here. She's going to take care of you. All's well. Minnie's eyes were closed. She just heard a voice. I said, um, hi, um, I, do I know you? This is how I started. Do I know you? You sound so familiar. Now Minnie opened her eyes. She stared at her rescuer. I just hit my head. I can't remember. <laughs> so then she says, Modern Family. And that's on, of course. Yep, it was Modern Family star Julie Bowen. The Emmy-winning actress was on vacation at Arches with her three boys and her sister, Annie Lukenmeyer, a doctor. They stopped when they saw Minnie in distress. They cleaned Minnie's wounds and bandaged her. Julie even played traffic cop. I heard Julie directing other people who were coming by to, to just go on ahead. We've got a doctor here. She's going to be fine. This disembodied voice that you heard in your head turned out to be this big TV star. Right. What do you think? I, what are the odds of that happening? Yeah, really, what are the odds? Miss John says Julie Bowen was down to earth and genuine, not at all what she expected from a big star. Now some nail-biting nursery cam video of a baby crying after a tree crashes down on the family's home, sending debris showering onto the crib. A baby boy is sleeping in his crib. All is bliss. Then it happens. A giant tree crashes through the roof. The little guy is peppered with debris. His parents frantically race upstairs to the nursery. And as you ran to the nursery, what was going through your mind? Hearing him cry was, you know, it was a relief, actually, because I, I did fear the worst. I did. I, I was terrified at the thought of, you know, losing him. Kale and Courtney Butchholtz's home in suburban Baton Rouge suffered extensive damage. Courtney recorded this cell phone video. You can see debris everywhere. Sections of the walls were destroyed when the tree fell in. And here's five-month-old baby Cannon today. Miraculously, he didn't sustain a single scratch. Hi. He was as happy as could be. The family had to stay with family and friends while their house was being repaired. And you've heard all about the quarantine 15. Well, it turns out dogs packed on the pounds during the pandemic, too, including the beloved pooch of our own Mary Calvi. Meet a beloved member of my family, my golden retriever cocker spaniel mix, Lola. Come on, Lola. Come on, Lola. She's put on some extra weight during the pandemic. She doesn't want to get on the scale. She knows. Veterinarian Dr. Tim Lee says overweight dogs are at risk for diabetes and heart and joint problems. She doesn't have that nice little definition, that nice little hourglass figure that we like our dogs to have. And then she also, just in front of her tail, she has this little kind of bump here. And this is kind of like when our belly goes over our pants. Oh, no. So oh, no. ideally we want to get her to a much healthier weight, unfortunately. <laughs> okay.
So, you know, she doesn't eat table food. Good. But during the pandemic, we were giving her treats to try to teach her new tricks. So it was, I think there were too many treats in there. So what's the plan? We want to do this in a nice, healthy way, increasing her exercise, reducing those amount of high caloric treats, and getting her to work this off just like we would. Lola definitely isn't alone. Four-year-old Cavapoo Louie has packed on more than 10 pounds, a result of his entire family working from home in New Jersey and giving in to his constant begging. You got a big belly, buddy. 23-year-old Melissa Marion and her mom Karen knew they had a problem when Louie's reflective walking vest no longer fit. It, it can't go all the way. We were like, we need to do something about this. Now Louie's eating special diet food. Sit. You sip, Louie? Good boy. And no more high-calorie treats. Now it's broccoli, carrots, and frozen blueberries. He is down five and a half pounds. As for Lola, she's upped her exercise with walks and swimming. Go, Lola, go. <laughs> Mary says all that diet and exercise actually worked. Lola, we are happy to report, has lost seven pounds. Good dog. Now the fifth grade teacher who invited her students to be a part of her wedding. And then she invited us to the day as well. Mason, you may kiss your bride. These two school teachers couldn't imagine saying I do without some very special wedding guests, their own students. Alexandra Stamps teaches fifth grade in Wichita. This TikTok video of Alexandra asking her students to be junior bridesmaids and groomsmen has been viewed more than 19 million times. Okay, so I have a really important question to ask you guys. Will you guys be my junior bridesmaids? And my yeah! I wanted to give them something to look forward to this summer since this past school year was really difficult with COVID. And that's not all. Her groom, Mason McDowell, teaches third grade. His students were also invited to be junior bridesmaids and groomsmen. There was even a junior bachelorette party. And a junior bachelor party where they toasted with Gatorade. Cheers. <laughs> Finally, it was time for the big day with lots of help from local merchants. The girls got their hair done and wore junior bridesmaid dresses donated by designer Maury Lee. I just looked at it and I said, oh my goodness, how is she going to find 21 dresses for each one of those girls? Just before the ceremony, they got a sneak peek at Alexandra's gorgeous wedding gown. It was time for the ceremony to begin. All the kids walked down the aisle and were by the bride and groom's side as vows were exchanged. They also joined them on the dance floor. The best part was just their genuine smiles. And like, I know they're all excited to be here. So it's just really sweet. And it just means a lot to me. <laughs> means a lot to us to see that story too. Congratulations to them. And this couple's original wedding plans were canceled like so many because of COVID. And when they finally did get married, this happened during their first dance. It was a dream wedding day, long delayed by the COVID pandemic, but it was finally here. Then came the first dance. All goes well, then, oh no, disaster. I was in this dip and I just said to Paul, I just dislocated my knee. Julie Ben never expected to be wheeled out of her dream wedding in Philadelphia on a stretcher. I'm just in excruciating pain. Um, I wasn't crying. I, I think I was kind of in shock, and um, my knee was just being held in place. A wedding to remember for sure. 
Wow, the couple did make it back to the reception time for the last dance, which I'd like to think they just watched. When this little boy was just a child, he witnessed something really horrible. He saw his father murder his mother and his sister. And if that weren't enough to go through, he was then cross-examined by his dad, who represented himself in court. But as heartbreaking as this story is, it takes an amazing turn. Ronnie was just nine years old when he witnessed the unthinkable. His father savagely murdered his mother and sister. The horror from that day was captured in a 911 call as mom begged for her life. I remember feeling scared, not knowing what was going on why this was happening. Then his father, Ronnie O'Neill III, turned on the youngster, stabbing him 20 times and setting him on fire. He has to be a miracle. The, the fact that the injuries that he sustained and what he went through, there's absolutely no reason he should be alive. Hillsborough County, Florida, Detective Michael Blair was assigned to investigate. It was the most gruesome case I'd ever worked. Ronnie's ordeal was not over. In June, O'Neill was tried for murder. Go over and take y'all time looking at it yourselves to see whether I'm lying or not. Acting as his own attorney, he actually cross-examined his own son. How did I hurt you? You stabbed me. I stood my ground. O'Neill was found guilty and was sentenced to life in prison by a judge who could barely hold back her contempt. I'm going to look the eye and tell you this is the worst case I've ever seen. For young Ronnie, the emotional and physical scars from that horrific day are slowly healing. Dear Lord, thank you for this food. And now this story takes a remarkable turn. Ronnie has been adopted by Detective Blair and his wife, Danielle. He is their sixth child. I did know that I would love to be his mom. He's a joy to have around the house. Today, Ronnie is thriving. He's just a little brother now. And Detective Blair can only look back in awe, recalling that first time in the hospital when he met a little boy under the most horrific of circumstances. I had no idea going into it that I was about to meet my future son. God bless the Blairs. Detective Blair says as soon as he met Ronnie, he knew there was a special connection. He was right. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, the woman who befriended the most notorious serial killers in history. Were you ever worried for your safety? Plus, the one-year-old on a job interview? He's even wearing a seersucker suit. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. 
This woman is sharing letters from some very unusual pen pals. Over the decades, she and her husband corresponded with 100 violent criminals and some high-profile murderers. And what they wrote offers insights into some of the most notorious killers of all time. It's a treasure trove of letters from some of the most monstrous people in American history. They got into, like, the guts, the blood. For more than 20 years, Barbara Dickstein corresponded with notorious killers. Were you ever worried for your safety or your husband's safety? The only person I was a little leery of and still am was Manson. He has plenty of followers. This scribble is the handiwork of Charles Manson. Hey, Barb, what's up? How's the weather in New York? And then he would go into, you know, pigs fly. His letters never made any sense. To gain their trust, Dickstein took on certain roles. He's wishing me a happy new year, and he's telling me don't be stingy um, with your body. Barbara pretended to be a stripper to lure Richard Ramirez, California's notorious night stalker, into corresponding. If he was sitting here next to me, okay, we'll leave that part out. Did it bother you to then be writing to them and corresponding? Of course. Her late husband, Richie, was also involved in her efforts. He even pretended to be gay to elicit letters from cannibal killer Jeffrey Dahmer. And he even convinced Susan Smith, the South Carolina mom convicted of murdering two sons in 1994, that he was in love with her. Susan Smith totally loved my husband. She actually thought if she got out of prison that my husband was going to marry him. But she says her husband had one special pen pal, the son of Sam himself, David Berkowitz. Out of every serial killer that we ever collected from, the one that my, my husband had a friendship with, and I mean a real friendship where he went to visit him, was Berkowitz. The letters are featured on a new podcast, Killer's Vault, sure hosted by Law & Order actress Elizabeth Rome. I think we're going to be surprised at how intimate and personal these letters are and really how graphic and horrible because the friendships that were built with Barbara and Ritchie over these decades was, was authentic. Eric Roberts narrates the chilling letters. When I've played these kinds of people who are dangerous, uh, uh, I've always played them where they don't, you know, believe they're bad guys. Now, what I learned through this process, these guys know they're bad guys, and they're proud of it. And yes, I do this. I'm going to do it again and again. Killer's Vault is streaming now. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Still to come, the one-year-old on a job interview. He's even wearing a seersucker suit. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. A mom is illustrating the struggle many parents with child care issues are facing during the pandemic. She brought her toddler on a job interview. So did she get the job? 
this adorable tyke is dressed up and marching into a job interview. Yep, a job interview. He'll be interview ready. Mom Maggie so. Mundwiller lost her position in <laughs> sales during husband. the pandemic. Then a last minute job popped up, but the St. Louis mom had a problem. Her husband was at work and there was no one to watch her year old son Milo. So she decided to bring him along. This is the, the famous seersucker suit that everyone's talking about. Yep, she dressed Milo up in a seersucker suit and even made him a resume. His skills? Destroying a clean space in 30 seconds, spotting a dog a mile away. His education? Mom and Dad University. And um, take off his own diaper. Maggie hopes her TikTok video, which has been viewed more than 10 million times, will help focus attention on the post-pandemic child care crisis. It's not just moms, it's parents all over that are struggling with this and, you know, trying to return back to the workforce um, after, you know, all of the, the layoffs and challenges that came about because of the pandemic. So did Maggie get the job? You betcha. They loved it. They thought it was really cute and loved the resume and especially the seersucker suit. Way to go, Maggie and Milo. And when we come back, save the kitten. Finally today, kitty in trouble. A kitten is trapped in a storm drain. Hey, kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Finally saved. Got her. Next, it's time for a bath at the police station. And that is Inside Edition on this Labor Day. We hope you have a safe and happy holiday, and we thank you for watching. We'll see you again tomorrow. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.